This podcast includes explicit language and sensitive topics that some may find offensive. All views expressed belong to the individual speaking and not a representation of any entity that we have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. It's a chance to back out now. That being said, if, if not, not, enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. Black man, black man, black man, misunderstood. It's your boy Mike B. In the neighborhood therapist. Welcome to the Black Man Misunderstood podcast. We're here to discuss the topics about the black man others are afraid to speak on. I'm your host, Mike B. And I'm rocking with my brother. The neighborhood therapist. You already know what time it is. And this is episode one of season three. Season three. My goodness. Sheesh. Yes, sir. Dang. Yo, you remember when I came to you about this idea? Yeah, man. Because <laughs> I was like, that's uh, something, that's something interesting to do. We shall see. And you know, I was questioning, questioning things. I'm like, yo, am I gonna really open up and let people into my life? Even though I kind of already do it, but I do it from person to person. This is virtual. So you mm-hmm. know, a lot more people, eyes and ears is on me. Season three from that day. What's your thoughts? Bruh. It's I guess I guess I look at I look at it now as it being therapy, bro. Mm. You know, I've actually had a lot of clients that have listened to this podcast and they've said that they feel like they get an insight on my life as if I'm in therapy because of this podcast. I was like, please don't look at it like that, but it's all good. I'll let you have your moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have your moment. It's all but, good. No, no. Well, well, no, no. But let me explain it. it I, I say therapy because, you know, in therapy, people talk. Mm-hmm. I think I think what it is is just a, it's an avenue for us to speak on things like we always say that most people don't talk about. Like we've talked about a certain things, but I think with us doing this, we 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 open the floodgates of how much we speak on stuff now. Like. Like even when we have our personal conversations after the podcast, we we go into deeper thoughts even more now than we used to before. Mm-hmm. Not saying we didn't, but it just elaborated the discussion. That's right. That's right. I ain't mad at that. What we getting into today? Season right. over, though. We gotta hit it hard, bro. Yeah, gotta hit it hard. Basically, the episode is called "You Sold Out, You Fake." Mm. Now people gonna hear that, and yeah, is exactly what you guys are thinking. Mm. How about you jump into it, Mister Neighborhood Therapist? <laughs> Listen, there's a song I go to right every time. Anytime I hear anything about you fake, you sold out, you ain't hood enough. And this, uh, I'm on 2.0 by uh, Trader Truth, and he got a number of artists on there. But Big Crit, right? One, one, he had a whole stanza of bars, and he just like the one that pops out to me is soon as you move out the hood, them N words holler you fake, make them swallow the face to the kicker. I'd rather be a dead man than a, if you know the song, you know what follows after that. Yeah, yeah, dog, <laughs> dog. And like, I've been dealing with that for a decade, bro. Really, a decade. I've been in Texas for like 12 years, fam. Like, a decade. I've been dealing with that. That called Survivor's Remorse, Survivor's Guilt. We will get into that a little bit later. Um, but you sold out, you fake, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. When I was living in Patterson, people was feeling uh, a type of way. They never said that you sold out, but they would just feel a type of way. You know, you would get called fake for just the randomest things. Oh, you ain't nice. giving me no candy, you fake. What? Like, <laughs> like, what he took it back, about, bro. So us getting into it, right? First things first, I want to talk about soon as you move out the hood, they holler you fake, right? But before we before we can even do that, what is fake to you? So fake to me, when I think about when, when you hear the word fake, it's basically something's artificial. It's not authentic, not real. Uh, you're putting up a facade, fake. 
that's that's what I that's what I hear when I see the word fake. It's it's not you're acting something that you're not fake. Mm. Point blank period. Have you ever been called fake while living in Patterson? Of course, plenty of times. Okay, you're not you... from the hood. <laughs> okay, okay, right there, right there, right. So, what does that mean to you though? Like, how did that make you feel in that moment? Bro, I just, look. I, I think about it like this, you know. We all grew up, you know, grew up in hard times and on our own way. Just because I'm not growing up like you <laughs> don't mean I need to grow up the same way as you. Your struggles are my struggles. Mm. But also, but we're all struggling. So how, what gives you the right to call me out? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been called a sellout? Plenty of times. Ooh, plenty? Come on now. Plenty of time. You may not think, yeah, but I've, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This news. I don't talk up because I don't talk about it. So I look at it like this. It's like people try to say I'm a sellout because, you know, I don't, I can't. In the previous seasons, people hear how I carry myself in public. Okay. Right. And even some of our listeners even question, like, is Mike, is Mike B really from Patterson? Like, come on now. You know exactly what I'm saying. It's like, just because I don't act a certain way, I, I don't speak a certain way, like, oh, Mike, you, you fake. You, you sold out. You, you, you not. Nah, that's just, that's how I brought up, bro. The way I act is the way I was brought up. I was told to talk, to walk a certain way with my head held high. And I'm larger than life. Don't care what anyone else say about me. And that's how I've always been. And you know me, I never was the one to stick to the crowd, even though the crowd may uh, huddle around me. But that's another story. What's your definition of selling out? People saying that you're selling out, but what's your definition? Selling out, right? When I look at that, I, I look at it like this. It's the old saying of you selling out your soul, right? Mm. So it's something completely out of your character that you're doing just to to level up or to get something that you really want. You're giving up a part of you, what makes you your unique self. So that's where that's what I get from selling out. So when people like to say, "Oh, oh, you a sellout, blah blah blah," because you you took the deal and whatnot, like is he really selling out? Because he's taking money that he actually needs to take care of himself. I'm just getting throwing out an example out there. Okay. But then you have those individuals who sell out when they know they're a calm, quiet, mannered individual, but to sell their product or to sell their movie, they gotta show skin and show that they're larger than life and show different avenues that is really not them. That's what I consider a sellout. That also goes into fake. Mm. Can you be a businessman and sell out? Real question. Yes. Ooh. How you yes. figure? Because when it comes to business, it's all about integrity, right? But I don't you know, think so. Oh, oh, oh. Listen. <laughs> listen I, knew, I know exactly where you about to go, but this is how I look at it. Right. Integrity, right, in business, like. We see these big global companies and whatnot. I'm not saying they all started off trying to take the take the other man out from the jump, but mm-hmm. I look at the integrity side of you. So, like, are you willing to take your business to the next level while stomping on the next business over just because you need their market share to get to level up? Now there's, but now in business, of course, there's ways of doing that, and it's not really stomping on your little brother or younger brother, or whatnot. That's just way business goes. Mm-hmm. But there are there are certain businesses where, or certain points in business where people be like, "All right, I need you to do this for me," right? And they've been helping you all the, the entire time. As soon as you blow up, you drop them like a bad habit. And you level up 
and you leaving the people that helped you along the way behind. That goes back goes back out to being that sellout. Mm. Mm. I respect it. I respect it. But don't get me wrong, though. You do have the other side where that person doesn't see the growth and the leveling up. So you have to drop them off. Got to grow. If mm-hmm. if they ain't grown with me, deuces. Mm. So again, I'm not disagreeing with you. I actually agree with that 100. Um, integrity should be involved. But here's the problem with business: people attempt to be spiritual and be in business. Business has nothing to do with spirituality, right? Bars that we hear. <laughs> I'm back by the way. I'm, yeah, yeah, of course you're back. But I'm no, back, but, here's, but here's the crazy thing. I'm not even talking about spirituality. I'm mm-hmm. talking about integrity. See, people need to know that we can separate those pieces. But all integrity, the time. integrity is attached to spirituality, is it not? Mm-hmm. It's a sum of who you are, bro. It can be, yes. But integrity, I'm. When I when I look at the word integrity by itself as a whole, okay, I'm thinking about it's not it's not even so much of it's a spiritual thing and you're supposed to live in integrity. It's part of it, yes, mm-hmm. it can be part of it. But when I look at integrity, is it's are you going to sit well at night about what you just did in the flesh? In the flesh and everything, bro. I'm, I'm thinking about like this. Like I was saying, these conglomerates knocking out these other businesses. Right. Right. So, like, those guys, like, the, they say, oh, they're sleeping pretty at night. But right. are they really sleep? Are they really sleeping pretty? Because they got to constantly watch for the next thing coming up because that might take them out. And they, and they didn't have to do what they did, stomping on the other person. They may just be doing what they got to do and keep it right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So they always, they're always looking like they got a target on their back. So that's why I'm saying the integrity of businesses, because let's say every look, it's it's like the business cycle. Every product has its birth, its growth, it's staying up top of the plateau, then it starts to decline. And then like a lot of stuff has that. Mm-hmm. And then the cycle starts all over. That's that's practical. But when you're doing all of that. And on the side, oh, I'm going to take this person out just because I want to take them out because I don't need them harping my business. That's the integrity part. You're doing something shady. You get what I'm saying? But that comes, again, and this this is why I said that's a spiritual thing. It comes from a lack of care spiritually. Because, again, business is not, business is a worldly matter. No matter... If you in the church and it's a business, yeah. I don't care what you're doing. Business has nothing to do with spirituality. So business, so what you're stating to me is basically company A comes in, see company B on the rise, and they like, yo, nah, y'all either gonna come with us or we're gonna smoke y'all out. Get down or lay down. Shout out to state prop, right? So they don't get down, so they lay them down. Guess what? Do I as the consumer feel bad about that? Not really. I don't care. Who got the cheaper discount for the best product? And that's just business. Integrity-wise, though, as a consumer, I might not rock with them. Like, like I specifically, me, up to this date, it's been 15 years since I've had McDonald's because I don't like their integrity. You understand? Like, as I a consumer, though, but everybody else, they don't mind worrying about that. They don't care because it's not a spiritual thing involved. It's, it's just business. So, again... I don't disagree, right? But I just think that people really need to separate the two. Is this a fleshly thing? Business is fleshly. Or is this a spiritual thing? If you're going to have integrity in your business, understand you're never, and I stand on what I'm about to say, you're never going to hit the top echelon material-wise, material-wise of what you want in your business because you're not willing to go to levels that these businessmen fleshly individuals who care about business and only business are willing to go. I ain't going to start naming our names, but you can look at the top brass, right? And they may throw in a, oh, I thank God for this, right? The usual. But where is spiritual game really at? You can feel somebody's spirituality through a TV screen, bro. Am I lying? So I just, I'm just throwing that out there for all y'all be hollering out, oh, this person fake, this person selling out. Like, 
Are they really selling out if they are business, truly, truly what the word means, business minded? They in the flesh. How can you sell out if you in the flesh? You are going to do negative things, maladaptive things. I'm just, bro, am I... You let me know if I'm preaching to the choir. If I'm lying. I'm flying. Like, talk to me nice, yeah, bro. What's up? You, you're not. You're not lying. You. I see where you're going with this. Definitely. So, but now, it, you already said it earlier. They're the first ones to be like, "I thank the Lord." Da da da. Yeah. Doing the shady business practice. So now, the reason why I bring up integrity so much is that those businesses that keep that integrity and don't hit those upper echelon, right? People always question, you know, how are you guys surviving? How are you guys doing this? Right? Mm-hmm. It's because they're keeping the integrity, even though those top conglomerates constantly do what they already do. <sighs> they're losing millions in the process, by the way, by keeping their integrity. That's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Some people see, see, spiritual. This is part of me. The root of the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Kind of comes from money, the love of money. The love of money. Love of money. Love of money. But that's the business, love is it not? Of money. But is that not business? That is business. The purpose of business is what? Not always. It's to sell a product or service. Yes. My man, my man. Listen, I know you're the marketing genius, right? But listen to me. The purpose of business, me as somebody that's came from nothing, right? And I came into business. The only way I could look at business is Big Papa, Notorious B.I.G. Get money, get money. Uh, 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 uh. That's business, bro. That's uh, <laughs> that is the purpose of business. Okay. The other part of business, me in therapy, right? Doing counseling. The other part of business is to help people, but that's the integrity part of it. That's the counseling part of it. So I'll never get to a point where I'm like Elon Musk and them because. There's integrity involved, fam. I'm not going to take it to levels that other people are going to go to in regards to exactly. that. Exactly. So I got to be okay with, yo, is my spirit in the tiger? All right, cool, bet. Like, whatever going to come to me, going to come to me. That's going to be my blessing. Leave it alone. Exactly. But you, I, I, again, I'm, I'm going against you on this only last part. I don't really feel like if you're business-minded, you can sell out because your objective is to be a business person. You don't care what you do to get to that point. How can you sell out? I can start naming out names of people that done sold out. McDonald's, In-N-Out Burger, Whataburger, Walmart. Like, yeah, you know what but, I mean? Like, but here's the other know. part of it. True, but here's the other part of it, though, with the whole sellout thing, right? We, we, we say that about bringing others up, but the people in charge of those same companies are the first ones to put their families in their position once they're done. So it keeps it in the family. So technically they are caring about the well-being of their family, but if someone else is more qualified than they own family member to make the business grow, that's what happens in some of these companies. They put the wrong person. It's a, it's a here or there. I mean, I, I think we go once we touch into that, we go a little deeper because that can go either way. So either I'm with way. you though. I, yeah. understand, I understand. I understand. Let, let's talk about something a little deeper, right? Because you said that you definitely were told that you sold out. You definitely were um called fake. I was never told that I sold out, but I've definitely been called fake over these stupidest things, right? The trauma yeah. though, the trauma. I was trying to lean towards that. Um, and before we get into trauma. But for those of you that can't see, yes, I'm wearing a Therapy is a Vibe shirt. Shout out to Maya B. Um, Queen got a gold digging therapy. That's G-O-A-L digging therapy. Shout out to her. Um, shirt is dope. But the trauma that is tied to someone in your, your age bracket saying like, yo, you a sellout of your culture, of your people. Do you have any of that? Mm. Honestly speaking, Mike, do you have any trauma from that? Is it and do you even know what trauma is in regards to that? Keep it real with me. Nah, see, I know, I know what trauma trauma is about that. I do, I do, I do. Um, do I really suffer from it? I don't believe I do, honestly. And the reason why I say this is I've always been that one to walk to my own beat of my drum. Always. So yeah, sometimes people can say stuff and you know, I'll think about it, but. Do I really let it sit in my soul for it to be 
that detrimental to me? And the answer is no, especially when I was at a PWI. Hmm. Let me give you let me give you another perspective of it. So for me, the answer is yes. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna say it sits there every day, but there's pocket moments where I gotta I gotta look in the mirror and I gotta go, yo, am I selling out the culture? Am I being fake? And I think it's just embedded in me because of Patterson, the way we were yeah. raised. Like it was very, very gritty. It may not be very, very gritty now. They trying to have the pocket moments, but we getting gentrified left and right, right in Patterson. But when it, we were growing up, it was go season, bro. Right. Fact. So you don't go out. You don't go outside after certain hours. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And I was defying that with iPods on, with no cares. You know what I'm saying? But the whole point is, you had to go through that, right? And then yeah. to leave on your own will move to a whole nother state miles away go to college their definition of success right and then get faced with certain jobs certain positions where you have to be around law enforcement make nice with law enforcement we don't rock with law enforcement in patterson bro but past tense i'm speaking about i'm not speaking about now because we you know it's different now but we don't rock with law enforcement and i gotta shake these people hand. i gotta Oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, you want to take this ride with me? We got to go X, Y, Z. Ride in a cop car? You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but peep game, bro. Peep game. I actually had that conversation. There's two situations that I had, bro. It was me doing a ride along because I had to do a ride along for a, um, a paper, a research paper that I had to do in school. That meant me riding in the passenger seat of a cop car, bro. Do you understand? The trauma that was building up inside of me, bro. I'm sitting there sweating. I officer asked me, like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, huh, you never been around gunshots before, right? And I had to look at him with just the ugliest face, like, and if you only knew, bro, you the issue. Right? But that to me, like I, I explained to my clients, bro, that's actually survivor's guilt, bro. It's a trauma-based response to something you don't even really understand that you're going through. Survivor's guilt is basically this. We're from Patterson. In their eyes, in their definitions, the people that are still there that feel like they are struggling, the, most of the ones that feel that they're struggling, they will look at us, right? And this is just something that's in our head. I'm not going to speak for you. I'm saying my head, right? I have moments where mm -hmm. I feel like I'm speaking to certain people and they're talking to me with a tone of like, they're happy for me, but really they're like, well, you made it out. You ain't got no problem. So now I got to internalize that and go, Damn, I feel bad, man. My people going through such and such. They still in Patterson going through X, Y, and Z. I'm here doing this and this. I can go outside in my backyard and just look at the sun and relax and know that ain't nobody going to roll up on me and try to smoke me. And if they do, I can legally defend myself. You can't legally do shit in New Jersey. They don't even got a self-defense law. You know what I'm saying? So me as a man, I got to sit there with that survivor's guilt. I like to call it survivor's remorse. Shout out to the show. They, they, I don't understand why they didn't cancel, why they canceled that. But that's here nor there. <laughs> Listen, bro, that thing is real, bro. Trauma from that. Like, you said you don't have any of that. For me, bro, I actively had to deal with that, bro. I actively have to go to therapy for that. Shit, bro, we lost a brother. I have to deal with the survivor's remorse of that because it wasn't like we were so much different. It's just that he was blatantly you know what I mean? The face of what he was doing. With me, I was in the shadow. That's it. But there was no and difference, was, fam. And I was just around. <laughs> but that's, right. that's what I'm just saying. In the black community, especially as black men, we do not talk about that. We just thug it out. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Man, I'm good, bro. Don't worry about it. Like, bro, I'm good, yeah, no. but I ain't good, fam. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know I, I mean? no, I, I, nah, nah, nah. I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. I definitely, all right. When you put it when you put it in that way, yeah, I do have those moments when I think about certain things like that. Like when I see people who need help, especially the people we grew up with, and I'm like, yo, damn. Yeah. I can't even really help them out like I want to. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And what's and what's your reasons for not being able to help the way you want to? They think I got it all together. Like, no, no. I <laughs> preach. Preach. I, I am functioning. I'm trying to get to thriving, striving like to. certain. You know, I like that trying word. Strive, striving to, yes, striving to. But but the crazy thing is, is like, 
there's certain things, there's certain things that I look at in my life and I'm like, all right, I'm thriving at this. Like, mm. like keeping in touch with my, my close, my good friends. And this is from all points of my life where I met from, from grammar school to, co- to high school, to college to now I'm keeping in touch with folks on, and this, and you know, we're adults, so it's not an everyday thing anymore. Not an every week thing, not two, two, no. We'll keep in touch that I can see, like, when the important stuff come, we on good terms. All right, you coming to the wedding? All right, here you go. Boom. Stuff like that. And people don't get that. People think you got to talk to people every day for them to be your true friend or, oh, your lifelong, or your brother from another mother, sister from another. Nah, it's, it's you maintain a relationship. That's the key. That's that's what that's one thing I know I'm thriving at. I am maintaining my relationship, the the ones that I I need and I care about to keep me sustained and moving forward. But there's other stuff I, I'm 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 striving to get better. We know this. It's the look. My money's not where 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 I want it to be. But that doesn't mean I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just because th- just because it doesn't mean it looks like I'm struggling doesn't mean I have enough to give you to help you out when you need it. That's yo. That's another. That's another topic, bro. That's a. That's another. That's, a, that's another. That's a whole other episode. episode. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole other episode. But you just said something, right? And I want to give you the opportunity to clear the air because I feel like this is going to blow up later, and I want it to be on record. You know, I'm a visionary. I can see things coming before it comes. Mike just brought up that wedding, and you just said, "Here, here's the invitation." But I know, as your best man, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know as your best man, there were people that you weren't able to invite, that you love, that you've rocked with. Talk about that. Because on the flip side of that, you're looking at it as, man, they should understand. I hope they understand. But if they don't understand and they say, yo, Mike B is fake for that. Yo, he sold out. He forgot about us. Don't he remember? He, we did X, Y. You see, you, you see where I'm going with this? I need you to be real with me. Answer that. How do you deal with that? How are you dealing with that? Have you even thought about it? I've thought about it plenty of times. I thought about it. I already, I already know it's coming. Like it's coming. I already know when, when people see the pictures and the videos and everything on, they'll be like, yo, I I wasn't invited. I ain't go. Mm-hmm. People, people got to think about it like this. There's levels to this thing, right? When it comes to when it comes to a wedding, right? It's a family celebration first because it's two families coming together. So, blood family comes first, point mm. blank period. And, and, and even though you may not see my blood family around me all the time, people do forget I am Jamaican. I do have family from the island and all over this country. So, just because you don't see them, don't mean they're not there. Mm. One. And that goes, and that goes for the missus side too. Two, you can't invite all your friends. <laughs> you can't invite all your friends, and, and and at the same time with that, you try to invite the ones that you that you know you've been rocking with for the longest. I look at it that way, or the genuine bond is just that much closer than other people. So that's the other way I looked at the list. So not saying that one bond is more important, more important than the other. It's just, it's just the way the numbers fell out. Like with weddings, you got to stick to certain number. And that's then the other thing about that, when it comes to the finances, you helping me pay for this or what? If you're not helping me pay, you can't tell me who, who I can and cannot invite. But did you ask? For those of you that's looking at me, I'm leaning over into my mic. See, but did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you ask? You know, I got, I got to throw that in. Bruh. All right. No, honestly, no. Okay. Because when it when it comes to comes to weddings, right? People assume that people are going to bring a gift. Right. You can't assume everyone's bringing a gift. 
Yeah, because I ain't bringing no gift. I am the gift. Now let me stop. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Stupid, oh, man. Go ahead. <laughs> He's stupid. Uh, but no, you can't assume everyone's bringing a gift. And you can't assume that everyone that you did invite is going to bring a gift. So it's, I look at it as people who I just want to share in my celebration. Mm. Right. And I know there's a lot of people that would like to share in that celebration, but the number has to be capped. As, trust me, there's plenty of people I wish that I can invite. I can't. I ain't got the money to pay for all that. Because then if, because the thing is, if you look at it like this, is if you start to start asking people, oh, if you, can, if you pay me this such and such, I can make sure you have a spot at the table. Mm. The next thing you know, your wedding goes from being a 125 to now being Five, six hundred. Now you gotta change your venue. Now you gotta do more homework. Now you gotta start the whole process all over, and that messing you up for your wedding. It ain't worth it. That's a lot of stress. That's not worth it. Mm. So you just make your make your decisions about who you want. You make an A and a B list. A list first. Then, then when the A list people start saying, "Oh, I can't come," go to your B list, and that's how it goes. Mm. Is that a business mindset right there? I'm just fucking with you. Like, hey, you good? <laughs> you good, bro? Right. You I, good, bro? I know, I know you ain't just trying to hit me with that. <laughs> you good, bro? You know how I do, bro. You good? Talk to me, bro. Yeah, man. But yeah, I don't know. That's, that's basically how I, I, I think about that, the show. All right. So we talked a lot about selling out. We didn't talk about being fake. Um, have you ever been so real that it was wrong? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Give me an example of that. Why are you doing that? I'll give you one. Go ahead. I almost ruined um, my college career keeping it too real. Okay. So freshman year, I didn't know anybody. Okay. And I played flag football. Right? You know mm-hmm. how testy flag football gets. Testosterone oh. is going. People are yelling. Men are wilding, right? So yep. I had a teammate who happened to be Nigerian. Yes, I have to tell you that he's Nigerian because if you know most Nigerian men, they are very proud. They're very, you know. Well, fun fact, fun fact. If you trace where Jamaicans come from. Oh, yes. Yes. You already, you already one know. One the same. You know. Ooh, you already know. One in the same. So it's very get the job done, very alpha male energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, I'm not an alpha male. I'm not a beta either. You can consider me a sigma. We'll get into that in another episode. Listen, ah. <laughs> listen. The whole point is my man was wilding, right? So a, a play was blown. He thought it was on me. It didn't, it wasn't. It was in cover two. I'm not gonna get into the specifics. Just know the play wasn't on me. I did my part, mm-hmm. okay? We went into a timeout. He proceeds to walk over. Mind you, dude is shorter than me, okay? That's hard because I'm already short. But besides the point, <laughs> he dude walks over to me and gets about this close to my face, starts blacking out. So at this moment, right, I had a, I remember the same thought I had. I said, yo, he wilding. Do he know where I'm from? That was my First thought, Mike, not why is he upset? You know, maybe I should back up. None of that. It was already on 10. Yo, you got me fucked up. You know where I'm from? That was the first thought. How ignorant, bro, right? I'm like, yo, bro, you done made it to college. You millions of miles away. Like, I'm over-exaggerated, but like you hundreds of miles mm-hmm. away. Why is your first response is, do you know where I'm from? Why does that matter, right? So I'm, stri- mm-hmm. I'm striving to keep it real with him. I'm like, yo. In my first response, in my head, right? Do you know where I'm from? So my second thing to go to, to what, so from here to here was like, yo, my man, stop playing with me. Back up. Because my first thought was, do you know where I'm from? So immediately I'm going into, oh, yeah, you got the game bent, bro. What does he do, Mike? Yell louder, get closer. So when keeping it real goes wrong, 
because <laughs> because I got to stand on where I'm from, right? Mind you, this is a little town, country town, bro. I don't got nothing to prove out here to nobody, bro. And what, what was that? How many years? I'm going to make sure I'm statute of limitation. Yeah. Way past <laughs> 10 years ago. So I, I got to make sure, bro. We're not doing no drastic shit. So, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro the, 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 the right hand, the, you know, the black hand came across. Boom. All on him. Took it to his neck. Put him down. In the middle of the field, bro. This is my teammate, by the way. I put him down. I'm holding him like this. I'm like, bro, who are you talking to? Say it again. With your chest this time. Oh, get off me. Get off me. I'm just squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. And I could feel myself, bro. I could feel mm-hmm. his life slipping from him, bro. Because I'm, I, like I told you, bro, I don't like fighting. because I'm not going to stop. I'm going to take it all the way there. If you've ever fought me, you know what I'm talking about. Right? So I'm sitting there. Mm-hmm. I'm choking, dude, bro. And I'm having this moment. I'm just looking at him. I'm just, yo. And my, my whole life is flashing before my eyes. I'm like, yo, bro, if you take him out over a football game, understand, your life is over. Because you want to be real. You want everybody on this campus to understand you're not the one to play with. Mike, Back. Mike, it was at that moment, bro, I had to let him go. And was like, fam, this is not what I came to Texas. You're not even worth that. Madness, bro. And it's, and it's only because of the upbringing. Because you, really what it was, I was more afraid of coming back home to Patterson, telling y'all that story. And y'all going, not even, not just y'all, but like everybody, anybody that came in contact with me and be like, yo, just, what's wrong with you, bro? You, you fake now? You don't know who you are? Like, you just bust. You this, this, and this. You supposed to, that's trauma, bro. I'm willing to put my life on the line over an argument, over a football flag. For, bro, we not getting paid for this? Not at all. Craziness, bro. See, that, yeah. This is things that we don't talk about in the black community, bro. I pulled out a hammer and shot you over a basketball game. These are facts. These happened before. We have seen this, right? School 13, like, bro, we don't talk about it because somebody said you fake. Because he fouled you, you ain't get up and punch him in the face. Bro, it's a foul. We are from New Jersey, the home of street football. I mean, street <laughs> basketball, pardon me. Yeah. All we do is... Too. You know what I mean? I don't even play basketball, and I know when you defense, you got to get ready, bro. You got to get elbowed in your rib, all types of wild everything. Come on, you gonna kill your brother over that? Nah, man. Keeping it real, bro. What's up with you? You ain't got no moments that you can think of. Nah, I got a, I got a handful. I got a handful. Give me the, give me the juiciest one, bro. Juicy is one. Mm. Oh, I tell you. All right. This happened. Ooh. Been over five, six years now. Maybe even seven. Are you gonna incriminate yourself? I ain't gonna incriminate myself, right, bro. Right. You safe. Go ahead. And the crazy thing is, I don't even know everyone's name in the story. So it, that Ooh, that yeah. makes it even better. Be good. So I went out to go celebrate a friend's uh pretty sure it was a it was a birthday. Okay. Right? Uh, you know, couples were there, other single friends were there, you know, it was just out on the spot. The nightclub, I mean, well, the restaurant was going to turn into a nightclub at night, lights turn off, everything, dancing, all that good stuff. Now, you know me, bro. I'm a dancer. I'm going to have fun, chill. Cool. I ain't even drinking like that because I got to drive all the way back home. Mm. You know, we there for, we were there for a while, so I had maybe <coughs> one or two drinks, maybe three. I ain't pushing it. I drank my water right after. I get accused by a Caucasian lady saying I touched her. Like groped her? Like groped her. Mm. And I was nowhere near her. Mm. Bruh. Her her man, who happened to be black, Mm. who happened to be black, here we go, tried to come in my face. Okay. It was like, yo, you touch my girl? You touch my girl? Bro, did, I don't I don't think you understand the split second in my head. I was ready just to sweep. But I remember. But I remember what your character, though. That is not me. We know this is not me. We know this is not me. I was about to swing because I'm like, yo, 
how am I getting accused? And I was nowhere near her. Like the only thing I remember was maybe when I went to the bathroom and I saw her going with one of her other friends. That was it. Picks me out of lineup and I'm sitting. And the crazy thing is I was sitting down at a table taking a break, chilling. And you come disturb my peace, my night. I'm having fun, enjoying, enjoying my friends and everybody. And they got to calm me down because I, I almost got stupid. Almost got stupid. Almost got stupid. And everyone, that is not Mike. I, I ain't quick to blow up at a situation. Right? It just, a man tried to get on my face. You know, went to the bouncer, tried to get me kicked out. I'm like, yo. I wasn't even in your girl. If anything, your girl want me, and she approached me. And I don't even remember it. Because I wasn't paying her no mind. This was this was single mic days. <laughs> Bruh, that, that situation was a part of me why I stopped going out so much. But is, is, is that, that is that so much you keeping it real and it going wrong? Yeah, because if I... <sighs> If I let go to the beast, because you know me, I have a patience, patience of ox. There's certain stuff that do not mess with me. Me being accused of something that I didn't do rubs me the wrong way. Always. Mm. Always. Always. I will defend myself to the end. Right. If I did what I wanted to do because I was trying to defend myself, because it wasn't like. He ain't tried to get in my face. I'd probably have been locked up that night. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but does that come from something that is deep inside of you or something that came from your environment? Do you know? I, think, I don't know if it, it might be a little bit of both because I, that's how we rock, yo. I, mean, I was always I was always the one in the back chilling until someone... You know what? Yeah, someone until someone pissed me off. You're right. <laughs> so, so you think it's a part of you? Just it's just you? Nah, I think that's a part of the whole situation. Because remember, environment. the because you remember the 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 fight sixth grade. I ain't gonna criminate nobody. Mm. I got provoked because I was chilling. Mm. I was gonna be calm mannered, Mike. You provoke me, you get wrath. And the person, the crazy thing is, the person didn't even swing first. I swing first. If you remember that. So you go in the environment. <laughs> I'm going a little bit in the environment with a little bit me. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You and the viewers, bro. I'm not naturally a violent person. When I speak to people that have said that they've been around since I was a baby and things like that. They said I was a happy baby. I used to smile, like, laugh. And even as I got older, I was just like, I wanted to have fun. It wasn't until the environments I was introduced to, I got aggressive. And oh, now yeah. you have who you have. You might be right. Actually, you might be right. Yeah. that Because I was a quiet. Yeah, I was quiet, dude. I was the nerd. I did what I got to get done. <laughs> Yeah, you right. That might have been the environment, bro. You ain't you know lying. I mean? it's, it's, <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> it be like that, bro. But speaking Facts. of environment, speaking of environment, we are both officially out of Patterson. Fact or fiction? Fact. All right. We're going to end this podcast properly. Very soon, like within the next two episodes, we are going to complete the Patterson chapters, the Patterson saga. What that means for the viewers I don't understand is we're not going to be talking about Patterson anymore. We're not going to bring it up. There's nothing else to talk about. Y'all have asked all the questions. Y'all have found out everything you need to know. We're from Patterson. We get it. It's time to go international. Because we're meeting people from all over the place that are rocking with the podcast. And we're not doing them any favors by continuously, you know, hey, Patterson, Patterson. Like, fam. Go to Patterson if you know some people from Patterson, but don't just go over there lollygagging, please. Like, <laughs> don't know. It's, that's, that's, that's not what we're doing. Um, and we're never glorifying anything negative because we love our city. It's, it's, it's positivity mm-hmm. in Patterson. I don't want people to feel like, oh, Patterson ain't got no hope. Like, we got amazing athletes. We got amazing scholars that come out of there. Like, we do big things. But here on the Black Man Misunderstood podcast, we're going to just expand because we want to touch everyone. 
right? Mm-hmm. So here's my, you know, my just two questions I got for you in regards to Patterson. What emotions were you going through once you left? Was there any like, I missed the city, you know, I'm I'm selling out, I'm fake for leaving. Like, was there any of that? I would say initially, like, because I'm like, dang, I'm not here every day. Like, I can't just pop up and go to where I need to go to in Patterson like I used to. Like, it it was kind of strange at first. Mm. I'm like, I got to learn a whole new environment, but still, like, all my go-tos are still in Patterson. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't get away from Patterson right away. Now and it wasn't like I was trying to get away. It was just I was going to New Horizons, and that was the opportunity where they were sitting for me. So, dog, I ain't gonna lie. As I was boarding the plane, I felt like I was turning my back on the city, bro. I left when I left for college, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I'm going to Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. I got to stand up P-Town up here and whatnot, do my thing, call the day. I was like, mm, can I really be away from home this long? Am I going to be all right? <laughs> Am I going to be okay? <laughs> like that was scary, scary, scary thought. Is there anything you would have done differently looking back? Honestly, no. No. I think... I think if I did do anything differently, I probably may have not come home right after college mm. to be as close as I as I was to Patterson. Mm. Even though I I did a lot in those years coming back home, but I think me just for my growth. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Otherwise, if I didn't, I wouldn't have met my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful future wife here, of course. Mm. So, so everything has its way of working itself out. Mm. Okay. No regrets. No regrets. Mm. When, you, when, when, when you're younger, you think about that and you regret certain stuff, but in hindsight, as you get older, you look at it as a lesson learned. Mm. Right. That's we're gonna end right there. Those bars. <laughs> Those bars. <laughs> what do people have to look forward to? Why should they continue to listen to the black famous understood? What are we doing differently? Why do we matter? We matter because we're making differences in our own lives, in our families' lives, respectively. But also we're we're taking steps. In season one and season two, uh, it, foc- it was more focused on the behind our scenes. Season one was our producer, mm-hmm. him bigging him up himself. DJ Dak, represent, Bray. He's doing big things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season two, even though we wasn't, and we didn't do it like this on purpose. Uh, season two, you know, we, we, we dabbled more into the therapy side of things and, and, mm-hmm. and brought your mindset forward. Now, season three is uh, me venturing out into new business, uh, still still being brought together and worked together um, with me moving to Tampa Bay, Florida now for my future. Uh, it's presenting a lot of different avenues for me to collab and to get into what I need to get into for my marketing. Um, I've been looking at a couple of different things. Uh, still pinpointing on exactly what, but you know, starting with the podcast, I'm focusing on the strategic side of things and getting our creative stuff on on, on proper level and part that needs to be. Uh, so that's part of my focus, bettering my skills, and also collaborating with other creatives, working with photographers, videographers down there. Who knows who might might come of it? You know, I may even do even greeting cards, custom made greeting cards. Because to be frank. I ain't going to lie to you guys. I, I'm starting to see the same old greeting cards for us now. Mm-hmm. I think we need someone to uh, write that shit. <laughs> so just be on the lookout. It's a couple of different things coming out, but we'll be more concrete when it comes into it. Yeah, because facts, as, as you're talking about greeting cards, 
I don't know too many uh, Hallmark uh, black-owned greeting cards, or you know, not to say the Hallmark has got to be black-owned, but like a black-owned greeting card or with black faces and things like that. I don't see too many, man. You might be on the bro. Bro, it look. Trust me, me and my sister's been on it for a minute, bro. Mahogany, that was the black brand for Hallmark, and you see in them stores, CVS, everywhere, it was the mahogany brand. Mm-hmm. Bro, that mahogany brand's kind of behind the times right now, bro. It's mm-hmm. the same cards I've been seeing. I'm telling you, my sister saw, my, I gave my sister one card, and she, she said she got the card from someone else a year ago. I'm like, all right, they got to do better. <laughs> they got to do better. So, we wait so that you. may be... Yeah, that might be my calling card, bro. Can't be no maybes, <laughs> bro. You know how I do, bro. You either the in or you out. Of course, I'm in. That's it. That, that's one thing I've been trying to work on for a minute. And I just got to get the logistics down to everything. So, all right, all right. Don't try. Just do, family. I'm proud of you, yes. bro. Let's get this energy going, man. Season Sir. three. We here. Um, y'all, y'all other podcasters, man, if y'all not collaborating, man, like I said earlier with the business aspect of it, man, I'm not super business-minded. I got a little integrity, sprinkle a little integrity in there, but I do, I I am with state property on this one, man. Y'all gonna have to move or get moved on, you're, you're not playing this type of game, bro, you know what I mean? And I do see y'all, by the way, let me, let me clear the ear, okay? I do see y'all taking the content of the podcast and doing it and you got better lighting and you got better mics and you got better aesthetic but you ain't got mic b and you damn sure ain't got the neighborhood there but i appreciate it i appreciate the love even though it's backhanded i see you but it don't mean nothing be blessed though (laughs) we see y'all next week folks you already know be safe Peace.